The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came with his disciples into the house. Again, the crowd gathered, making it impossible for them even to eat. When his relatives heard of this, they set out to seize him, for they said, He is out of his mind. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of issues with the gospel passage. You know, it's like, okay, great. A little more on either side of it, maybe. Do you know, like it's, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I've done my preparations. It's okay. You know, it's not like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like I'm seeing this passage for the first time. You know, it's like, but it is like every year, you know, I think, yeah, really? Is that, the, we're going to take that little snippet and give it, okay. I don't know if you heard what was said in that passage, right? And I think actually there's like this, throughout the Mass, right, there's this big build-up to the, to the gospel passage, right? I mean, it, go, it carries through to the, to the Eucharist, of course, because we're here to, to offer ourselves in the sacrifice of the Son to the Father. Yeah, so we're, we're here to offer ourselves in, in Jesus' praise of God. Because our praise, you know, without the perfection of his praise, is really insufficient, right? It, it, it doesn't... It doesn't quite meet the mark. So that's what, that's what we're here for. And the thing is supposed to grow in crescendo. And you, and you see it, you know, even like the, the Alleluia here, right? Open our hearts, O Lord, to listen to the words of your Son. And then, like, we don't get any of the words of the Son. We just get, he's out of his mind. You know, it's like, okay, fine. This, the great thing is, of course, that, you know, people only get accused of being out of their mind when they're doing things of note. Yeah. By and large, okay, right, there is the kind of fringe where you're like, okay, and when I say, I might say the fringe, right, or the outskirts of society or something where you say, well, these people are actually legitimately out of their mind. That's not what's being really thrown at Jesus there. Do you know, it's quite clear that he can function as, as a human being in society. He's very charismatic. He's drawing a lot of people to himself. You don't see that about people that we, that we might diagnose in, in some form or fashion. Right? They tend to not have great followings. Right, just the accusation, oh, he, he's out of his mind. This is, of course, to, to undermine what he's doing. Because why? Because what he's doing needs an explanation. Yeah, it, it demands an explanation of his contemporaries, the people around him. Okay, so we, we ought never forget that reality. This is a, that's a neutralizing line, isn't it? He's out of his mind. It's like, oh, well, he's doing all these things. No, he's out of his mind. Okay, just... To, you know, get him to the fringes of society because he's out of his mind. There are other ways we do that with Jesus. When, you know, I think uh, it, it's become culturally acceptable to say of Jesus something like, well, yeah, he's a great teacher. You know, of course, yeah, he's, a, you know, and you see it in, in dialogue with people of, say, different faiths or no faith at all or whatever. It's like, yeah, he, you know, we respect him for the moral example and he's a good teacher and and, the, and all this kind of thing. And you go, that is, that is the equivalent, that is today's equivalent of saying he's out of his mind. Why? Because, I mean, this, and this is, I find this wild to begin with because we're only in, again, the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. It's already, everything has happened, it feels like. And, but this is the nature of, of that Gospel, just quick hit after quick hit after quick. So there's, there's never a wasted word in the, in the Gospel of Mark. So we see, you know, 
it's already happening. It's already unfolding. He's already, his, his baptism, his time in the wilderness, you know, his, his, defeat, his, his defeat of the devil in the wilderness, that initial victory that he wins, as he is then on the march with his ragtag group of, of followers, of, of kingdom proclaimers, to take his throne, right? it's, it's all happening. And, and here, the, the, the significance of the movement is marked here by this line, he's out of his mind. Because he's, because he's proclaiming himself to be the long-awaited king of the Jews, the Messiah, right? God's anointed, God's anointed king. He's come to be at, at the head of the renewal movement that God wants to affect for Israel and then through them the world. Okay, that's a massive, that's a massive task, right? It's, that's, that's, there's some big monikers there that he's taken to himself that are just wild. And he's either right about it or he's not. Yeah, so if he's right about it, yeah, he's, he's the Messiah. He's the king of the Jews and all the rest. If he's wrong about it, he's, he's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous lunatic, right? You don't have a lot of options with Jesus. You simply don't. Right? The, the Jesus that you encounter in the scriptures, you don't have a lot, you don't have a lot of options with him. And this was, this was C.S. Lewis's contention as well, right? Liar, lunatic, or Lord, right? Well, he's either who he says he is, right? He's, he's the Lord, or he knows that he's not, and he's saying that he is, he's a liar, or he doesn't even know that he's not, and he's not, and he's a lunatic, right? So those are your only three options with, with Jesus. He doesn't seem like a liar or a lunatic. You know, this is, the, this is the challenge. And of course, people don't want to grapple with that. So what do you say? We just say, I mean, I kind of like his teachings, you know, like I kind of, it's like, no, he's either the Messiah or he's not, right? He's either, he's either the king of the Jews which, would, which makes him the rightful ruler of all nations, and then, by implication, the rightful ruler of every human being, right? The rightful ruler of every human heart. He's either that or he's a dangerous madman. So I'm going to say, oh, take up uh, St. Jose Maria's line on the point and call Jesus the divine madman. Okay, because there's not really actually a direct refutation of the, of the line, He's out of his mind. So it's like, okay, fine. Like, let's just say he's a madman because you think, think back even, to, even just to the beginning of the Mass, right? You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. This is, this is, a, this is a strange, say, subsection of people to call, right? It's like, okay, just the contrite of, just the contrite of heart. Yeah, just, the, just those who, who have the capacity or, or the desire to receive him and understand their own sinfulness, their own waywardness, their need for a savior, you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. You came to call sinners. Okay, this is crazy. That's a, that is a divine madman, right? No, why, why not? You, you, know, you came to call the good and the strong and the influential and the rich and the what? That's not, that's not the case, okay? And this is a matter of them prioritizing the call and seeing ourselves through, the, through that particular lens that, he, is, he has come to heal us, the contrite of heart. He has come to call us the sinners. Certainly, he has come to call us to repentance, but he's, he's come to call us to share in God's own life of love. Like, there's no greater invitation. So you know, we, we see him, you can see him, and you go, man, this is like when you encounter Jesus, uh, whether it's in your own prayer life or it's in the, it's in the scriptures, you're going to say, wow, this is... Um, this is kind of madness, actually. 
this is divine madness. Why? Because God is like, I mean, I, you know, just kind of making use of silly expressions here, but, you know, God is like out of his mind in love with us. Okay, so, so that's, I mean, there is madness here. But we let him be the, the, the madman that he is and not, and not the one that we push off to the margins. We ought not be pushing anyone off to the margins. Because can I say, like, that's usually a sign of sickness not in those persons, but in, society, in, in the societies that we have created. Oh, you don't fit in? Get out. Right? In some, this is what we're doing in some form or fashion. You say, yeah, but, you know, we created that society. And, and in fact, this is then the, the, the madness of the method of God to, call the, to heal the contrite of heart, to call sinners, is that we recognize it's all gift. And then we have to start building up, building out, say, our, our lives, uh, spiritual, social, uh, communal, the rest, and then, and then building, building up the world in, in the civilization of love that, that God has intended it to be. And, uh, and we do that in, in the most humane way possible because what we receive is gift and we're made to give it away. And that's the way the kingdom of God works. I was going to say that's the way the world works. That's the, way the, that's the way God wants the world to work. That's why that's the way the kingdom of God works. And, and we, right, those who, who see in Jesus, you know, not the, not the madman or the one to be dismissed because he's, he's threatening to all the agendas and the powers of the day, but, but, we, but we see him as the king and we're willing to submit ourselves to him you know, we're the, we are the advanced signpost of what God, want, God intends to accomplish. And so we've got to get to it. And that means that we've come in contact because of the work of Christ Jesus, the divine madman. We've, we, we, lowly and, and um, I, I don't know, um, as insignificant as we are and, and so on and so forth, right? We have been claimed by the love of God in Christ Jesus. We have been won over by God's radical generosity. And it's, and it's now ours in the power of, of the Spirit to be ourselves reflections of that same radical generosity, that same madness that drives God, or that, that has God drive his project to completion, to, have, to see it be brought to full fruition in us and to have it worked out through us.